Sometimes I can't hold 
made up your mind that no matter what come in your life, you're going to go on. You're looking at a miracle right here. Two strokes in four weeks' time. But somebody look at your neighbor and say, look at God. I want to encourage you, no matter what come in your life, it might get hard sometimes, and the way it might get dark sometimes, but they said I wouldn't make it. They said I'd never be nothing. They said I'd never amount to anything. Well, I made up my Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Listen, I feel like going on. Amen. Hallelujah. I feel like Hallelujah going on. Oh, I just came to the spread. And we used to sing old school films. I feel like going on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Another opportunity to sing the word yourself. Hallelujah. 
of Kenny Brown saying they do it right here on My Gospel Soul.
So, you know, we got a couple of things happening with Eastern United Ministries, which is the soul, you know, as far as my soul network. Um, and also, because before the apostle table. And then we have went in with Pastor Lloyd, which you will hear him later on in the broadcast. Amen. Over on Almeda, that's 8389 Almeda Street, right Almeda Road, right here in Houston, Texas. Amen. I had a good time in worship. Uh, and it's an evening worship at 4 p.m. Praise God. So you can go to your church or uh, or get somebody else's church and then come on and have a good, good time in the Lord with us again at 
little bit. What about now? I got somebody who can't tell me this topic. So we can see. Let's see if it's Chelsea's connection. A minute. I'll do it. Hello? Okay. Sometimes we have to do a little side Make sure we are testing. Testing. Oh, okay. All right, welcome, welcome, listen, amen. So, amen, just thank God for his grace. Praise God, praise God, regularly. Amen. I want you to keep in prayer with my family members, praise God. Um, my daughter passed away, amen, and the family is grieving, praise God, and she was young, young. Situation dictate how your day gonna go. 
Cause I know sometimes you can have a bad day, but if you wake up in the morning and you just say, I'm gonna have a good day today no matter what, I think you'll be alright. I'm feeling I'm feeling real good. That's why I woke up early this morning. I woke up early this morning. I'm feeling real good. Feeling good. I'm blessed with another day to see my neighborhood. Just to walk outside and see the sun shine. I gotta keep in mind that I could have been blind. So I can't complain about nothing. I got to get up, move around, and do something. I can't sit still. The still ain't the will of the Lord. I got to have faith and work hard. And seek ye first. Get everything I need. Get everything I need in this world to succeed. Right in front of me. It's my destiny, and all my promises are from G.O.G. I'm feeling, I'm feeling real good. That's why I woke up early this morning. I woke up early this morning. I'm feeling real good. We all know people that are dirty, greedy takers. That's right. Uh, so why you loving that money? He would never, ever leave us. He would never forsake us. See, no, I'm not afraid of the world. I ain't scared of no stones, real mortars, try to hurl and see. And no, I ain't worried about you. Worried about all the evil things you gon' do. Move around, man. Just move out my way. Ain't got time for what the devil gotta say. I ain't worried about this. I ain't worried about that. I ain't worried about the past, cause the past will hold you back. I'm feeling real good. That's why I woke up early this morning. I woke up early this morning. I'm feeling real good. That's why I woke up early this morning. Yeah, I'ma say amen. amen Life's too short, you can't let it fall apart Just put it in God's hands Cause he be in command yeah. You gotta stay focused on what he's saying Listen carefully, he'll show you the whole plan right. uh, And watch your life get better All the unknown in your life will get settled Yes, yes, I must confess that I am blessed. Yes, 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 I must confess it's a good day. Yes, yes, I must confess that I am blessed. Yes, 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 I must confess. I'm feeling, I'm feeling real good. That's the day, it's gonna be a good day. That's why I woke up early this morning. I know it. I woke up early this morning. I'm feeling, I'm feeling real good. I can move it. I must confess that I am blessed. Yes, yes, I must confess it's a good day. Yes, yes, I must confess that I am blessed. Yes, 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 I must confess it's a good day. Yes, yes, I must confess that I am blessed. Yes, 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 I must confess it's a good day. Yes, yes, I must confess that I am blessed. Yes, 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 I must confess it's a good day.
Hello? Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, we're back, it seems. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, every now and again, we'll have a little problem, but it don't stop nothing. Amen. We're going to keep on moving in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. If you're listening to the show, thank you for your patience. Praise God. The last time we played, amen, that I'm going to have a good day. Amen. Today is going to be a good day. Praise God, because I spoke it. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And sometimes I hear people speak and they say, oh, if it ain't one thing, it's another. Oh, it's going to be bad. Oh, it's going to be. Listen, listen, you have what you say. Hallelujah. You have what you say. Praise God. If you say it's going to, oh, I, oh it's going to be a bad day. I feel it in my spirit. Guess what? You're going to have a bad day. Hallelujah. Amen. But if you allow, amen, God, if you allow God, amen to take control of your whole entire day, amen, then you'll only be expecting miracles and blessings. You'll only be expecting, praise God, amen, what God has for you. Praise God. I'll check again to see if Pastor Lord is there. You there, Pastor Lord? Yes, ma'am. I'm here. Amen. Woo, Pastor Lord, we finally got that sound together. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I didn't get to the chance to be on the prayer line today. Amen. Uh, everything was, I got so behind. Amen. This morning, praise God. I was up last night just, you know, thinking about the goodness of God, praying and writing. God uh, lately has had me up writing and, 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 and planning and uh, doing some designs, you know, I do a lot of graphics and uh, I do a lot of websites and also do t-shirts. <laughs> I do a lot of stuff. So I was up really, really late last night. Amen. But I thank God, amen, for uh, getting my day started. Praise God. Amen. How are you feeling today, Pastor Lord? I'm feeling pretty good. Blessed. Amen. Amen. Praise God to God be the glory. Amen. I'm going to read. Like I told you, I was reading an excerpt from um, from George Meyer's book, Praise God, Keep Your Heart Free. When we hold grudges against people, are we really hurting them? Isn't it really ourselves we are hurting? Jesus frequently spoke of the need to forgive others. If we are to walk his narrow path, we will have to learn to be quick to forgive. The quicker we forgive, the easier it is. We must do it before the problem gets rooted in our emotion. It will be much more difficult to pull out uh, if it has, I mean, it will be much more difficult to pull out if it has long, strong roots. In other words, the longer you hold that growth, the harder it gets, praise God, for that to, for, to get delivered from it, praise God. Because I believe over the over time you justify it. Over time you you pack things onto it. Over time it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And what you have to do is forgive quickly. Amen. I found myself forgiving people quickly because I just don't want to carry it. It's a lot of work. To carry a grudge, praise God. A lot, a lot of work. 
holding grudges against other people does not change them, but it does change us. It makes us sour, bitter, miserable, and difficult to be around. When we think we are holding a grudge, it is actually the grudge is holding us. Amen. Uh, Pastor, would you like to say something about that? Yes, ma'am. That whatever our heart, I was saying earlier today that we have to exemplify the love of Christ and show the love of Christ just as Jesus done. Because when we hold on to unforgiveness and, and malice and things in our hearts, yes, we is holding on to us because it's binding us from it's binding our blessings. In other words, it's tying God's hand in order for him to bless us how he wants to because he 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 first of all he don't bless no mess but he don't deal with an unrepentant or unforgiveness heart. He 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 doesn't and because God the second commandment is love. And we mm-hmm. have to walk in that love and a part of the attribute of love is forgiveness. The Bible says that if somebody uh Somebody slapped you, turn the other cheek. He 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 exemplified again. I say forgiveness when he walked up and got on that cross. He told them, "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do." They pierced him. They beat him. They took him to judgment hall. To judgment hall. And this man said not a word, but forgive them, Father. And that's the um, example that we should be said a lot of times that we somebody wronged us we want to hold on and uh, uh for years and some of us don't ever ask for uh uh forgiveness or some of us don't ever forgive and then we hear we uh go to glory or go wherever and we didn't even let that grudge go so yeah. we need to be very 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 careful that we ask God for forgiveness of our sins in the same manner we do that, we need to learn how to forgive as well. Amen. 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 I was thinking while you were talking, the um the weight the weight that I was I was um talking to a young lady and she said she'd never forgive a man that raped her. She never forgive. Then another lady was saying she never forgives the man that molested her. And she said, "Why would we think God would want her to forgive a person for, that did something like that to them?" And what I explained to her, I said, "It releases you." I said, "Have you noticed how angry you are? Have you noticed your relationships with with even you? You say you want to be in a relationship." But because of that pain that you, it's like you volunteer, it's like you are, are volunteering yourself to carry around pain, to carry around, uh, you know, the hurt to constantly repeat that thing over and over again in your spirit. And God wants you free from that. Praise God. Um, forgiving people brings you to a free place. Glory to God. Amen. He wants you free. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And and a lot of times, amen, we I know we like, well, I'm justified because what happened to me was was horrible. What happened to me was traumatizing. But when do we give that trauma an expiration date? When do we say, 
I don't want to carry this no more. I want, you know, I want everything that God has for me. I want to, I want to feel love. I, come on, amen. I want to actually feel it. I want to actually see new mercies and see new life and experience, amen, all that God has for me. So it's like making a decision. Do I carry my trauma or do I, do I embark on a new journey, amen, where I will see the the blessings of God? Come on. Hallelujah. What do I do? Do I keep holding and carrying this baggage? Do I keep, you know, when, when all I got to do is release myself from it? Because that's what forgiveness does. It releases you from carrying all that weight. I've seen many people on the altar when they forgive and they let go and they just boohoo like a baby because it held them. It held them. And I've seen people, you know, that they, they have been through those traumatic things as a child. They they become lawyers and they make all this money and it and it amazes me because they're still they're still miserable. And it's because they are holding stuff. My mama did this to me. My daddy did that. My uncle did this. My this, and and it 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 really imprisons you. Amen. It 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 keeps you um, in bondage. Glory to God. So forgiving gives. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, this book says, ask God for grace to forgive anyone against whom you are holding a grudge. Determine from this point on to, from this point on to keep your heart and life free from the negative emotion. And I like that. It, for, unforgiveness is a negative emotion. Amen. Hallelujah. It's Amen. a negative emotion. Glory to God. And, and today, if you're listening, praise God. Amen. My my main focus today is for you to be free from that, praise God, and for you to have the courage to forgive, because uh, it takes courage, amen. It, it's some, it's some, amen. I done heard some stories, come on, I done heard some things, and mm. it takes courage, amen, to forgive. Glory to God, amen. Cause I'm t- and then you think about people you gather yourself around. And uh, I always say this, you got to be careful who's around you. Because when you get ready to forgive somebody that other folk haven't forgave yet <laughs> for the same thing, they're going to say, what you doing? Don't you know this? Don't you know that? And you, when you get to that place where you say, Lord, I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy in my heart. I want to be healthy in my mind. I want to be healthy in my emotions and have a positive mindset. Everybody is not going to be there with you. So it takes courage to say, I'm going to step out on faith. I'm going to forgive this person like God has told me to, so I can walk in the newness of life. It's courage. Amen. Amen. What do you think, Pastor? I, um, a little quick story uh, to tell. Uh, I, it's very important that we, walk in forgiveness and quit holding on to grudges. I had a situation that um, a person that I knew had passed away 
And because, uh, uh, and I told a friend of mine, I was like, I hope that person knew Christ. Mm. And, uh, and the lady had straight up told me, did you ask that person? Wow. And I said, no, because we didn't get along too well. Mm. And I encourage you, do not let your personal hang-ups or what someone done to you, even if they wronged you or what you might have wronged them, do not miss God because we walk, we're supposed to walk in love and forgiveness without holding grudges. And mm. we need to not miss God because their blood will be on our hands. And mm. we don't, in spite of what they've done, and we don't. Give them Jesus. Will I give them Jesus? Will I ever know if that person knew Christ? I don't know that for sure. But I don't want to ever go through life again making that mistake not to ask, regardless of what I got going on. Mm -hmm. Do you know Mm -hmm. Jesus? Mm -hmm. So it's nothing, Mm -hmm. it is nothing that anyone done. He said, even your enemies do good to your enemies, feed your enemies, give your enemies water, but they heap coals on their own head. But all we have to do is do the work. That's all he asks us to do, and he'll take care of the judgment. Because the mm. Bible said, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. I will repay. I will. A lot of times we try to repay, repay for God. We try to be... Everything for God, the judge, the jury, and the executioner. But whenever we was in that situation and God was judging and being our jury and our executioner, we wouldn't like that. So we need to have some empathy and compassion for other people and just let it go. Let it go. When you hold on to grudge, it's taking your strength. It's Mm -hmm. taking your strength. It's draining you of the power that God has gave you in the inside of you, Mm -hmm. that resurrection power. You can't uh, uh, 100% obtain the power of Christ with unforgiveness and grudges in your heart. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 You know, as you spoke, I could feel God even because sometimes we forget about different things that we haven't forgiven folks for. And as you talk, I can think of people in my in my heart or past that did things to me and I never forgave them. And I don't mean like I was we was going back and forth. They didn't even know I was about it. I, I and I want to talk. Mm-hmm. I want I want to hit on that right quick because. Sometimes you have a problem with people, but you never say it out loud. You still around them. You still, you know, dealing with them. You still it, but it's it, it's in you though. <laughs> that unforgiveness <clears throat> is in you, and we think it has to be some big explosive thing. But sometimes we walking around with stuff against our parents. We walking around with stuff against our siblings. We got we got we just got little things that we are not releasing into the hands of God. Amen. So I even thought of some stuff. It's like God just bringing up and and I asked God on live on the air, Lord, forgive me for holding that those little things. Just hold, like I'm saying, them little fires. Lord, I thank you for showing them to me. 
I want to be free. Hallelujah. Amen. And I just, you know how, and and I know people, we can we can put on a good face in front of people. We can show up. We can be at everything. And we can still have stuff going on in our heart that's not right. Amen. You can still have Amen. things that's going on in your heart. Amen. That's not right. Praise God. Amen. So as you listen to this uh, broadcast say, I hope that if you hear something that you know, amen, that you have been holding, amen, glory to God, that you release yourself from it. Come on. Ask God. Say, Lord, forgive me. Now, look up Matthew 6 and 15. It says, but if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. That's Matthew 6 and 15. We have to forgive. It's a part. It's it's like when you get a job, you got a uniform and you got a hand, you got a manual, you got you got instructions, you got stuff that that you are required to do, you know, stuff you are required to know on the job. Praise God. And this is one of those things. I have to forgive my brother. I have to forgive my sister. I have to. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. And then after what and. Sometimes, and I talked about learning yesterday, we have to learn. <laughs> I love to put that in there because it ain't easy for everybody to forgive. It's Sometimes you, you got to learn and you got to practice. Amen. Because I've seen people forgive folk and they be like, oh. <laughs> but it was, they had to forgive. Then they had to forgive again. That's why you say you have to forgive, what, seven times, what, 70? You got to keep forgiving. Yes, ma'am. You got to practice forgiveness. Amen. You got to practice forgiveness. And some folks, some, I, I remember this dude said to me, he said, how do you just forgive me like that? You just talk to me like that never had. Oh, because, because I answered to a heart, uh, you know, to God. And plus God taught me how to love and he taught me how to, how to see past that, what the person did and see the whole situation. Because sometimes people do things and it's out of, a, you know, you don't know the place they, they are functioning out of. And so God helps me to see past what you did into why did you do it all? Or let's pray about that. Let's get delivered from that. And let's, you know, but it takes practice, praise God. It does. Amen. Especially if you're one of those people that's good at holding grudges. <laughs> you good at being mm. mad. You you pride yourself on how long you cannot talk to somebody. <laughs> oh, you still <laughs> you pride yourself mm. on how you can how you can what we call it ghost people and how you can uh dismiss people, you know. But when you come into the body of Christ, you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He teaches you a new way of doing things, a new way of loving, a new way of forgiving, a new way, praise God, of treating your neighbor and your family and your friends. He teaches you a new way of even how to treat your, love your children. Praise God. It's amazing. Amen. When you give all away, you surrender everything to him. Hallelujah. It's amazing what what you what God teaches you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So um we got a little show left. Amen. I wanna play Praise God, Amen, a song and then 
I want to hear a word. I love hearing pastor preach, so I want to hear a little word. See what God put in his spirit. Praise God. I always love to, amen, what did it say, decrease, amen, and God may increase. I love to just back up out the way sometimes and let, you know, God speak, amen. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, amen, hopefully, praise God, uh, man of God has a word for us today. Away from the noise, away from the stress, just wanna be where you were. Away from the drugs, the cares of this world, just wanna worship at your feet. Nothing else matters when I'm I want to be forever in your prayer, giving everything to be the warmth of your embrace. I want to be forever in your praise, giving everything to be the warmth of your embrace. I want to be.
Amen. Welcome back. Welcome back. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to be in your presence. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, Pastor. I'm going to get out the way. Even if it's just you want to pray or whatever it is, Pastor, whatever you want to share with us. Amen. Yes, ma'am. I want to just really quick, really briefly, Ezekiel 37 chapter. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Bible says, be you ready at all times. Be be ready in season and out. So um, (laughs) here we go. Uh, (laughs) Amen. Uh, Ezekiel 37 chapter, and it says that... uh, uh, he had um, the Lord had carried me to a valley of dry bones he had me go and this is the NIV the Lord was on me and he bought me uh, out by the valley okay my phone wants to act up okay Back and forth in the valley of the bones, they were dry bones. And he asked a question to Ezekiel, can these bones live? And Ezekiel asked him, answered and said, Lord, you know it. And he told Ezekiel, prophesy to the bones and tell them that they can live. Hmm. Amen. Amen. I just want to say really quick that... The the bones represents the the body of Christ, uh, the body of Christ, right? The church, and the Bible the Bible says that He took them to and fro uh, through this valley with a floor full of dry bones, and they were the Bible in the NIV. It says they were very dry. That means they had been in their situation and they stayed for a long time. Mm. They had been laying there, going through, they go throughs. They had been in a situation where they lost their power. Amen. Mm. Uh, Does that sound about uh, like what's going on today? That the, Mm -hmm. the enemy has made the church look like that they have lost their power. Made the church look like that they are not... Um, doing the the works of the ministry is drug addicts everywhere is homeless people everywhere is 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 um, everything going on everywhere uh, murders and raping and everything going on everywhere people um, bowing down to Buddha and and everyone else but the power of God. And the, the, they had been in a situation for so long. And we talking about in the Valley State, this was a low area on the floor, the lowest point that you can get between two mountains. They were looking at their blessings behind them, and they were looking at their blessings in front of them on the mountain, but they were in their Valley experience. Now, they were there for a long time, very dry, going through their going-throughs. 
in between blessing and blessing. And the Bible says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. They did not. The water represents the anointing of Christ. So, therefore, the water, they were dry. So, that means they, their anointing was gone from them. They had mm. no movement. They wasn't no longer doing anything. They wasn't no longer signs, miracles, and wonders no longer followed them. They were no longer operating under the unction of the Holy Spirit. Mm. No yokes was being broke. No bondage was being, no chains was being loosened. They was spiritless. And he asked Ezekiel this day, he said, can these bones live? Ezekiel was looking at the anointing. He was talking to the anointing, and he told the anointing, I don't know. Only you know. See, we as believers in the in God, that same word that we speak, that same way that we pray, that same faith that we say we have, we should walk what we talk. He should have not doubted. He should have not said anything else. But, Father, I know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Father, I know that your word says that if I have faith and believe without doubt, I should have what I say. Father, I know that these bones can live because you created these bones. You yes, spoke God. to these bones. But yet they in the in the body, they did not know if they were able to perform the job at hand. They did not know that the bones can they did not know that God can resurrect he can do whatever. He can resurrect the bones. He can mm. speak to the bones. And 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 he told them he had to correct them. He said, Okay, if you don't believe and I'm paraphrasing this, if you don't believe, speak to the speak to the bones, prophesy. Tell the bones that they can live. And when Ezekiel began to prophesy to the bones, the Bible says that there was a noise began to happen. And there was a shaking began to happen. And sinews and flesh began to come on the bones. And see, that's what God wants to do to the body of Christ. It's time to rebuild the ruins. It's time to restore what the enemy has robbed us from. Then mm. the Bible says that the, the the Satan comes like a mighty a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And us as believers in Christ, if the word of God says that we have power to cast down serpents, we have power, I mean, power to cast down principalities and high places, to trample over serpents, the rulers and fowlers of the air. If we have that power, why is Ezekiel asking the power? I don't know. Why is he saying, I don't know? Mm. He told him to prophesy to him, tell him they can live. And when he began to prophesy and he began to speak the word over their life, and when he began to command them and tell them through God they can live, through God is where they live and have their being, when he began to encourage the body of Christ and tell them that they are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, when he began to tell them, most importantly, when he began to tell them that the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is eternal life, it was a noise began to shake and some hmm. things. See, a lot of times we go through our situations in our lives and the situation 
situation in our life is so strong that we don't even know if we can come back from it. We don't mm-hmm. even know if God's power is great enough because we looking at the situation and the circumstance instead of looking at the power that's standing in front of us, the mm-hmm. Almighty God. So when he began to prophesy, the Bible says, now command the four winds to come in. And he commanded the four winds, and that, that's God putting himself in us, y'all. He didn't only tell them that they can live, encourage them to prophesy, but he began to blow breath into them. And, the, and that's the represents his anointing. How many of y'all know that God made us in his image? The same thing that when Jesus got up on the off the cross with all power in his hands, he gave it to us. So he said great things that he done, we would do greater. So why are we sitting in our go-throughs and our woe's me's not knowing that we can come out of our situation by merely the calling on the name of Jesus? The mm. power that we have, we go through because we don't exercise our power. We go through our situations in our lives because we don't exercise our power. I say that again. And how we exercise our power is life and death rise on the power of the tongue. Speak those things, be not as though they were. Use your word. Your word is your weapon. Your word is covenant between God, us, and the spirit. God will move heaven and earth before he breaches on contract. He watch over his word to perform it. So if we apply the word to our situations and our circumstances, he got to watch over it and he got to send it forth to perform. So when he uh, uh, breathed his breath into us, he gave us power. He didn't hmm. give us. He gave us authority. He gave, he equipped them. Not only did he encourage them, but he told them, "Now you can live. You have me in you, and greater is he that is in me than he is in the world. He has already overcome every obstacle and every situation in your life because hmm. he put himself into you. Amen, amen. Hmm. And then it says sinews and flesh begin to to grow up on him. And the thing about it is that. God just don't want to leave you naked, but God will start giving you strength when you begin to read the word. When you begin to fast and you begin to pray, you'll get that strength that you didn't even know you had. And and the Bible also says that and they stood up in a great exceeding army. They had everything that they were equipped to do. They as we talk about on the prayer line, they began to get sharp and they came out the quiver. In other words, what I mean by the quiver is he had equipped them now for the task at hand. He has anointed them. He has encouraged them. He brought them out of it, out of the valley. Now he says, stand up and fight. And see, a lot of us, we don't have fight in us. Mm. Amen. Amen. And the word of God said that we are more than conquerors. We are already more than conquerors. He had over he has defeated everything in our life. Every obstacle in our life, every giant in our life, every demonic spirit in our life, every hurt, every worry, every uh uh, uh my bad mind frame. He has already uh, made us victorious, and we have to stand up at that great exceeding army, and we need to learn how to fight and quit allowing the devil to play boxing with us and wound us. We need to know that 
the word of God, it don't go out there and come back void. And we need to send the word of God like an arrow and shoot the bull's eye on the enemy. And not just wound the enemy, but defeat the enemy. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Not wound him, but defeat him. Hallelujah. God has given us the power to defeat him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. What a powerful, powerful word. Amen. Hallelujah. And before we get off, Pastor, you can go ahead and take us into prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father God, we move ourselves out the way, Father God. Father God, and we allow you, Father God, to 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 continue to lead and guide us, Father God. Father God, everybody that's listening to this broadcast, Father God, we pray that you know God as, as your Savior. You know Christ in the pardon of your sin. We pray right now, Father God, that this word, that everything that's been said don't fall on deaf ears, but it go if you put it on, on good ground to produce good fruit for your kingdom building, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for everybody out there, Father God, that's listening. Father God, we thank you for the agreement right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, meet them at their places of need. Heal, deliver, set free. Father God, send financial breakthroughs, Father God. Father God, we bind the hands of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. We lose your love, your peace, your understanding. But most importantly, we lose your spirit of salvation in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Oh, we know, Father God, that we can pray, preach, and prophesy. But without your love, it means nothing, Father God. We want to show the love of Christ wherever we go, Father God, and let us be more stu- better stewards of your word. Trust us with your word and your people, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, if you would like to, if you need prayer, amen, I got the... Let me pull my papers out. If you need prayer or you want to get on the prayer line, amen. The prayer line is every day at 12, amen. And the prayer line number is 712-432-3900. And the code is 774503, amen. If you would like, amen. To be a part of prayer at 12 And I'm going to tell you Prayer at 12 Noon Blessed my life Praise God It built me up Praise God Amen Hallelujah well, Especially when I first started out Amen I first got saved Amen It builds you Iron sharpens iron Amen Glory to God And and sometimes you, you may not be On there to pray yourself But you need prayer, praise God. There's nothing wrong with being in the midst, amen, of prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. So we want you to know that we love you, amen. We want you to know that without faith it's impossible to please God. But with God, all things are possible. Who cares? God cares. We'll talk to you, praise God, on tomorrow. God bless.
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.